Hello there. Our next episode was actually supposed to be about tipping. However, I just saw a picture of someone that I haven't seen in a long time. However, that person was there for me at a time where I didn't have many people. So today I want to talk about a random act of kindness. I haven't had a great life. I'm not saying that my life is horrible or anything like that. However, what I'm saying is it has not been easy for me to even accomplish what I have accomplished. I feel extremely blessed. And sometimes, even when I don't think my prayer has been answered, my prayer are answered. However, in those times in which I was in dire situation, there were always some random person that would just come all out the nowhere, you know, and help me. One time, I think I was 17 or 18, I believe I just had Victoria. And my aunt, who always had taken care of me, was very upset. So she decided not to pay for my school year because I didn't qualify for private school. Um, so I needed someone to pay for private school. So where I was living, they were willing to pay for a babysitter for my daughter, but they could not also afford to pay for my schooling. You know, school, all the stuff that you need for school. My biological father has never been in my life like that. As of 2023, he's now trying to build a relationship with me, which has not been easy. However, back then, I just never got any help from him, you know. Any anything, no letter, no call, nothing. So I was very desperate when I figured out where he lived and I mustered just enough money to make it to where I lived. So meaning I did not have any money to go back where I was living. So I get there, he's not there. But at the time, his sister was his neighbor. So I went and I waited at his sister and explained my situation to her. And she just didn't care. She didn't want to hear about it. She didn't care. Um, after a few hours, my dad made it home. So I went to his home. I explained to him my situation, how I needed help financially and how I was in such a bad situation, I was very desperate. And he coldly said, coldly said, he couldn't help me. That I had wasted my time coming there. Uh, and he just couldn't help me. So I'm like, okay, can you at least pay for my way back home? To which he said... 
I did not ask you to come here. I do not have money to give you to go back home. You have now to leave. You have now, you have, no, you have to leave now. Sorry. I was shocked. I had nothing, no one. I used to have a, an aunt, not too far. However, she wasn't there. She just wasn't home. I was miles away from home. When I say miles, I was miles away from home. So I started to walk and walk and walk. And after maybe a mile and so, a couple saw me. They were in a car and they saw me. And they stopped and they asked me, are you walking? And I told them, yes. I had no money to go back home and I didn't know what to do. And I just, I was, I was going to walk until something happened. And they took pity of, on me and they gave me enough money to get back home. I never saw them again. And I just hope that somewhere inside of them, they know that they have done something great for me that day. I think for them, they saw it as something normal. You help a child, right? Teenager is walking on the road. You help them. It meant so much to me. It really did. It meant so much to me. And I had so many situations like that in my life where I was down... And someone reach out and pull me up. That is why when it comes to seeing the homeless outside and wanting to help someone. If I, if something in my heart makes me want, tells me to help, I can't, I can't stop it. You know, sometimes people say, hey, the person can be a drug addict. That's no, that's not on me. What's on me is it what's in my heart. And if something inside of me say, hey, do give the $5, do give the $10, give, give the dollar you have, help. Then I have to because that was me. That was me being helped. You know, when I came to the U.S., I, I found myself in a very precarious situation. My daughter wasn't with me. I had to learn a, lang a new language. I, I had to figure out how to go to college, how to pay for college. And two wonderful women. And to this day, I, I wish I could find a way to repay that debt. But two wonderful women, Chelsea and Lynn, helped me. Knowing me just for months. And they helped me. Lean pay for my TOEFL test. Which is a test that you take to prove that you have enough aptitude in English to go to college. Chelsea helped getting me a scholarship. Along with Lynn. So I can stay at the English school without losing my visa. Because at the time... The person that was paying for my English school 
was using it as a way to send me back home my aunt ex-husband and he was basically you know putting Manas out there that he was stopping for school and I you know we forced to be out of status and I'll be sent back home to avoid that they created a scholarship got it approved and offered it to me It was so wonderful. Y'all don't understand. Without them, I don't think I would be in the U.S. today. I just don't think I would make it. I would be out of status. But forced to go back home and, you know, and life would be different. I'm not saying life would be worse. I'm just saying life would be different. I wouldn't have the opportunity that I have here. Um, and earlier the picture I saw was my friend Valerie we met when uh, we were both working at Nostrum at the time it was my first bout with it was my first bout with skin cancer and I needed to do treatment. Um, and I need to I have to have surgeries and the most surgeries and I need to do treatment. And I didn't have a car to go there because I cannot drive due to medical reason. So I'll have to take the bus. It was just very complicated. The most surgery can take all day depending on you can take a few hours, can take all day depending on how bad your cancer is. So she offered to take me to each of my surgery. And it was about, I think the first time I had that, it was three times. I had to do it three times. And she took me to each one of them. She took me and she waited for me. And then she took me back. Took me, waited for me and took me back. I think it was like two surgery, one, one, one after treatment visit. She never, she never asked me for anything in return. She never tried to remind me of it. For her, she just did something for somebody that she cared about. And when I left Nostrum, she gave me a goodbye gift. She gave me a, a bracelet. I think I still have that bracelet somewhere. I need to figure it out, but I think I still have it. Because that bracelet meant so much to me. Because very few people buy me things. You know, my aunt, of course, my sister and stuff like that. But it meant so much to me that someone that was not related to me cared enough about me and wanted me to remember her by something and bought me a, bra- a very nice bracelet. And she knew I love bracelets. At the time, I just loved jewelry. I like bracelet rings and everything, which I still kind of do. But working from home, telling y'all, it's just a big thing to try to keep up. So, yeah, seeing seeing a picture today remind me of reminded me of old all the act of kindness that people do for you. 
when they don't even know you like that. It's just pure kindness. Nothing is expected in return. It may happen with someone that you may never see in life again. Never. They just helped you. You know, when I came to the U.S., <laughs> about 15, 16 years ago, wow, time flies. Can I be 20 again? Um, when I came to the U.S., I didn't have any money, you know, so I couldn't like pay for anything at the airport. And my, I'm telling you, my layaways were ridiculous. Basically, it was Libreville, Paris, Paris, Milan, Milan, Houston, Houston, Austin. No direct flights, okay? It was the cheapest way to basically come to the U.S. Imagine doing that with no money, no pocket money, nothing. Um, so, in Paris... A guy was trying to holler, so he paid for my breakfast, food, and everything. In Milan, some young American kids, they were waiting there too, and he was freezing, I didn't have a coat. So they took pity on me, gave me a coat, bought me like some hot chocolate, shared the food with me. And in Houston, I met this young French guy. In a, in a plane and he, he, he lived he had a green guard so he lived in the US and we we spent time together ended up uh, reaching Houston together and in Houston he didn't spend that much time I, I got stuck in custom because I had a bunch of food and I had to explain that I got and they got a translator so it took forever in Houston for me to I barely made it to my Austin flight but you see how along the way, there were always someone to help me out? I'm never going to see those people again. And maybe for them, it was insignificant. But for me, it meant so much. I didn't have to go hungry. At all. I did not have to go hungry. And if I remember well, one of them gave me 20 euros. I don't remember who. But I think it was the American kids in Milan that gave me 20 euros. After they left, so I wouldn't starve. Once again, something maybe for them that was insignificant, but that meant so much to me. So much. I would never forget those moments. And that is one of the biggest reasons why I believe in God. Why I believe in all spirits. Because those random people, for me, they were sent by Jesus to help me out, to pull me out. I was a stranger that knocked at the door and asked for help. And they were the people that opened the door and helped me.
And yes, sometimes there were situations where no one helped me. And it was hard. Didn't make and it was very hard to stand on my own by myself. However, while I'm self-made, I got help along the way. I got help from family. I got help from friends. I got help from stranger. I got help from acquaintances. I don't believe I will be as understanding and passionate about some things without having met those people. Sometimes depression tells me that I'm alone, I don't have friends, no one cares about me. But then I remember that I have friends one call away who even when I, we don't speak every day will rush back to me if I tell them I need them they will show up they will drop things to be there for me be random people don't listen to the mean stuff around us. Don't let the darkness of the world have an impact on how you love and how you care about people in this world. Just help if you can. A word, a nice word, a compliment, a good morning. When you ask someone, how are you, mean it. When you tell someone, how can I help, mean it. Yes, you're going to have restriction. Maybe you cannot help financially. But maybe you know about an opportunity. Maybe you know about resources. Maybe that person is not good at looking for resources and you are good at looking for resources and you you know where to look. But mean it. When you ask someone, how are you? How can I help? Is there anything I can do? Don't just say those words for decorum. Say it because you mean it. Okay, now our next episode will be about tipping. Because you guys know as an African born and bred American letter, I'm still, still appalled about tipping and what it has done to this country. Until then, have a good day. <laughs>